and he counterfeits. He's, he's not trying to take nothing away because he can't tell you that. He will twist it and he will set up a golden calf and says, come over here. This is where your God is. Come and worship this way. Come and look this way. Come and you don't wear those no earrings. You don't wear no jewelry. You don't wear no makeup because it's this way. And when you walk in, you got to have your hat on your head. And when you walk in, you got to have all the pastors got to have their yoke on their neck. And they got to have all these robes. And I told you where those things came from and you will make your skin crawl. But nobody asks why. Nobody's asking a question. We're just following Welcome to another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. You have entered into the Fortress of Solitude, where you'll find anything but the norm. We are not from the norm. We are superheroes dropped from another planet. Join me as we go to this clip. I I, I just want to jump in real quick. I'm going to put my mask back on you. Okay, you I got put two because sometimes when you talking, it hits and it's like, man, I, it's like lightning. You got to catch it. Two things. Remember Men in Black? The movie. Will Smith? We're going to go there. And then also you talked about the fact that David did not get to build the temple. It was his son Solomon that built the temple. Be careful to not stay in one position. Remember, David was a, like you said, he was a fighter, but the emphasis changed because where there was a need to be a fighter at one time, now Solomon came on the scene and the emphasis changed to love. Solomon was not a fighter. Solomon was a lover. Solomon had a pastor's heart. Solomon, the, the shit, listen, David said, it makes every, just like you just said, it makes all the sense in the world for me to do this. I'm a conqueror. I Listen, like you said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. This is what the, the maidens, you know, sang and went about singing his song and all that. I'm a fighter, but I know who you are, but you're that for your era. Guess what, David? The era has changed. The season has changed. And now it's time for the lovers to come. But I, I want to say this. So you said that and it just hit my spirit. There's a shift. And a lot of times what's happening is if I sit here and I come and I say, come on, we, you know, I'm introducing Christ to you and all that. And I'm like, come on, come over here. And we're going to come to this. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Because God said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. The issue is when you go to man for everything. That's the issue. And that's what we're trying to get to. And I heard Haywood say something about the passion and the love. See, if I can sit here and have you like a robot that everything that needs to be done, you have to hear it through the mouth of a, a, a the lips of a man or the lips of a oh, woman of God. Oh, man of God. Oh, da, 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 da. And you got this money and this money coming in. And now you got to go to the woman of God and the man of God said, well, what do I do with the money? I mean, it does not end. You're like a little robot and they're telling you everything when really and in reality, we have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of 
us to lead us by the what? Inner witness. We have an inner witness. Some of y'all need to get out that Old Testament because God ain't got you in there. You do not have a prophetic eye to see it in this dispensation. I wanted to say one quick thing. You get back into the New Testament. I'm saying that and I'm saying that to myself. I, I, you know, I don't want to tell nobody to do that, but you're in the Old Testament and you're relating it to this dispensation and it's off, it's skewed. And your only reason you doing it, baby, is because it was done to you. The only reason you saying it is because that's what you heard. But God said, I want to, now the men in black, let's get back to this. No, so you say that though. I want to say, for the men in black thing. What I say too is, the same way how we're saying, we, we do a lot of preaching on faith and love, but not on, on hope. We do a lot of preaching on Father and Son, but not Holy Spirit. So, Father, who's that? Old Testament. And who's Jesus? Jesus in the New Testament. And which one should I listen to? Which one should I read more? Yada, yada. I get it. I understand. And like we said, it's, you know, that's more of a debate and a distraction. Holy Spirit. We used to, man, we used to open the Bible and be like, Lord, whatever I open, just I'll start reading. And wherever you lead me to, just lead me to. Right? Be led by the Holy Spirit. That's that's what I would say to it is God God is real right now, right? And if He's real right now, that means that the same stuff that He was saying in Moses' time, same stuff that He was saying when Jesus was walking the earth, He's able to talk to you like that right now, right? So if it's Psalms twenty three that you want, only do that because the Holy Spirit said I want you to read Psalms twenty three right now. Hello, right? That inner thing in you that got excited. When you open your Bible and you start reading, are you excited? Because I was excited. Like, I'll be reading the Bible, I get excited. Ooh, what? I could do what? Wow, I ain't thinking that. That's nice. I get excited. If you're not getting excited, Holy Spirit, leave me somewhere I get excited. Because I'm supposed to want to read it. Right? I got kids now. Six, six, I'm going to go back. I'm sorry. But I got kids eight and six right now <laughs> that... I'm trying to inch to read. I want them to be excited to read. What I got them reading? Whatever excites them. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. Here, read this. But you're going to read it on a level that you're on, right? Or a level higher. But the 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 main part about it, though, is that I need you to be excited in order for you to read more of it. So when you, when you tell your Bible and everything, Holy Spirit, lead me to something that's going to, that you're trying to talk to me about right now. Mm -hmm. It might not be what I want to see. But it's gonna make me, it's gonna make me either like, whoo, okay, I gotta get something fixed, or Lord, that's exactly what I need to see just now. But either way, it's, it shouldn't be no, you should never read the Bible and leave it like, okay, I'm done. What's the next thing I'm supposed to read? Like, that's not, that's not God, that's not love. You're in a relationship and it's just like, all right, we woke up, Mwah, have a good day. Okay, we see you. Hey, how was work? It was all right. All right, well, good night. All right. That's not a relationship. That's no not exciting. No interaction. What is that? So when you read in the Bible, when you get into the Holy Spirit, you want that excitement. That's how you know you're doing it right. Are you excited about it? Amen. I'm sorry you said men in black. Sorry, I just wanted to jump in. I heard Haywood say, you know, we pointing the finger to us and we, you know, we're not judging and we're not. 
You know what we're doing? We're stirring you up. A lot of times we're comfortable. We're sitting there and we're comfortable. And it's not until somebody says something shocking to you that you're actually shocked out of your place. Remember, we talked about Eli. Eli sat in his usual place. And guess where he died? In his usual place. And then God had to use Samuel. This is a time of a stirring, amen? Men in black. We're talking about the fact that we don't want to be just led along like automaton joys. You know, we don't want to be dumb sheep. Sheep are dumb. Have you ever heard that? And it's the truth. They will follow and don't know why they're going there. Don't know where they're going. They just following. One thing the Lord showed me when I first got saved, he said, Kay, I need you to be, you need to be in your word because if you don't continue in your word, you do not have me. It's not enough for you to go and listen to the preacher, which is fine, but get in your word, get in the face of God so that you can have that relationship. You need to be walking in with the message. And a lot of times that will shock you. Now watch men in black. They, Will Smith was sitting there. They were going through all of this testing, right? Remember the beginning? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. God showed me this this week. He said, he had them sitting here doing all these crazy tests. They don't even know why they're doing it. But anyway, they're sitting there and they're writing and they're, all kind of crazy scenarios. They got to figure it. They got to figure it out and acclimate to it. And they're being watched. They say, "What this person gonna do? He ain't got no table. I ain't give him no table. I put him in this little egg shaped thing. Gave him a paper. He has nothing to lean on. What is he gonna do? Da 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 da. So they start asking them. They said, "Do you know why you've been picked to be here?" So he went around the room, you know, the leaders and the generals or whatever, went around the room and start asking, right? And then one guy stood up and said, because we're the best of the best of the best of the best, sir. And somebody else said something else. And then Will Smith sitting there laughing. Who was he in the movie? What's his name? Jay. 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 Okay, he's Jay in the movie. Jay's laughing. And he's cracking up and they all getting upset. Remember, they all dressed up in their uniforms. They got their stripes and their pins and all of their honors and all of their different things. And they sit in this room. <laughs> they all got. And, and Jay goes, he's laughing. And they're like getting upset. Why are you laughing? What's so funny? And he looks at them. He said, because y'all don't have a clue of why y'all are here. Y'all are just making up stuff, but you trying to look the part because you figure I've been picked. Let me go. You dumb sheep. You're moving in directions that, you know, you don't even realize why you're doing it. Come in with the message. And I, that might shock you. Well, I'm not the pastor. No, you a child of God, right? You a child of God, right? And the same access your pastor has the same access that apostle down the street has the same access that big woman of god and man of god has you have access and you ought to be in your word to the point where you walk in and you hear the preacher go forward and you say ah and they looking at you like what's the matter what's the matter why are you so excited what's going on? i saw that this week it's confirmation we were never meant to be led around by men. 
The only thing the pastor, the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist is supposed to do is lead you directly into the face of God. And then you back up. I, I It's like when you have a friend that said, man, come meet this person. You know, I want to hook this up. And y'all come together. And now are you still in the marriage? You know, when you they meet, they go on a couple of dates and they get married. You ain't in the marriage with them. You just introduce them. There may be some things that they come and they ask you advice of and stuff, but you ain't sleeping in the bed with them. Come on, man. Pastors, get out the bed. You in the wrong place. You laying in the bed between God and his people. Get out the bed. It's an intimate place. You have no business there. You have no business in that intimate place between God and his people. Now, there has been something that has been placed from the time of Pentecost. That, 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 that devil tried to shut that thing down, try to dilute it, dissect it. Why? And I was talking to my son about this and we about to get off. He ain't trying to tell you there's no God. <laughs> he ain't trying to tell you that God don't exist. He not even trying to tell you that God don't love you. He not trying to tell you that, oh, God loves you. You know what he's doing? He's trying and it's little as we talked about the frog. You put a frog in hot water, they'll immediately jump out. But if you put a frog in cold water and just gradually turn up the heat, gradually turn up that water, it will sit there and cook to death. It will literally boil to death because it got grad. It, listen, it gradually got used to the death trap. The enemy ain't telling you ain't no God. The enemy ain't telling you that this, you don't need salvation and all of that. You know what he's trying to do? He's trying to counterfeit. If I can counterfeit something, just like you got the Holy Trinity, you got the trio of wickedness. Pharaoh, Lucifer, and Apollyon. You got the you got the the uh, the trio of wickedness. He tries to counterfeit everything. You got a prophetic thing going on here. You got all of these witches and warlocks showing up and all that. You got the apostolic going on. Oh Lord, and he counterfeits. He's he's not trying to take nothing away because he can't tell you that. He will twist it and he will set up a golden calf and says, "Come over here. This is where your God is." Come and worship this way. Come and look this way. Come and you don't wear those no earrings. You don't wear no jewelry. You don't wear no makeup because it's this way. And when you walk in, you got to have your hat on your head. And when you walk in, you got to have all the pastors got to have their yoke on their neck. And they got to have all these robes. If I told you where those things came from, you will make your skin crawl. But nobody asks why. Nobody's asking a question. We're just following. My Bible didn't tell me that I need to, listen, I'm going to consider what you're saying and I'm going to say, hmm. I'm going to say, hmm. Why? Because I'm going to take it to God. Do not quickly answer, offer an answer before God. Answers are fools, but say, hmm, I'm going to say, hmm. Nobody's asking a question. We're just following. And I remember being in the, listen, my first, listen, 
I remember coming down to the altar one time. I was in the church. I was coming down to the altar. And when I came down, it's like I went down in slow motion. You know, you come to the altar, you you down at the altar. No, when I went down, it's like I saw everything froze. It, it got it got to the point where it wasn't moving like in normal speed. It was like out outside of time. It was outside of time. And I began to come down and it was like, that came down to the altar and I'm on my knees and I'm praying. And all of a sudden the Lord began to show me above what was hovering above that place. It was a place of control, manipulation. I saw strings uh, like a puppeteer got you with the strings and all of that. It's a place of control. You don't think there's control there? Get out of line. Get out of line. Say anything. Say anything that, you know, is, is just directly. Uh, it looks like it's in the opposite of direction of what they're saying. My God, then you're going to see it rears ugly head. As long as you're going along and you look like everybody look the same. Everybody smell the same. Everybody talk the same. Oh, we all evangelists. We all got to bring the same. No, you got the fivefold, baby. And when that signal goes forth, hey, we're doing his thing. Kay doing her thing. Susie doing everybody going to do something different when the signal blasts. Why? Because not everybody could be a hand. Not everybody could be a foot. You know something wrong. You know it in your heart of hearts. Amen. Because you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. But where the hoodwink comes is that if I come against it, I could be wrong and I could be coming against God. See, that's how he set it up. If you question anything, you're questioning God. If you say no, you say a no to God. Why? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Listen, if I don't leave nothing else with you, look at the men in black. Go watch that thing again. Watch the beginning. Watch all of them sit up, sitting up there with their stripes, and they come from all different likes. I think they had the Army, the Air Force, the Marines sitting there. They from all walks of life. And they sat there, and this little guy from the street. Sometimes God going to come up, and he's going to take somebody that's from the street. He ain't going to take nobody that's sitting up there with all of their accolades and all of these things going on and all of their degrees and all of that. Because you got so all of this on, and you got all these facades and all of this he can't even talk to you he can't even get in there and talk to you because there's no transparency you're doing what you think you ought to do you're not doing what thus says the lord why are you doing that because my mama did it well why is she doing it because her mama did it and by the time you trace that thing back y'all all sitting there looking at what what is that why she did it and we sitting here holding this thing so very great like it's something and when you go back, generations back, and figure out why somebody doing something, you say, oh, my God, I didn't realize that it wasn't even nothing for it to even be that serious. But yet it trickled down for generations because you're a follower. You're not a leader. God is calling for the, for the, for the leaders to rise up. Even when you look foolish, even when you sitting here and there's fire, there's fire, there's fire, and it's seven times hotter. But I'm telling you the truth. If you run from the fire, you're always going to run from it. I'm telling you the truth. If you run from the fire today, you're going to run from the fire tomorrow. The fire is here to take you to the next place. Because if you pass this test, promotion is there. So don't feel inundated about the persecution, about the accusations and about, don't feel persecuted, baby. You're just on your way somewhere. And no student is greater than his master. And if, listen, if that happened to Jesus, what you think gonna happen to you? 
So when you signed on the dotted line, it wasn't just this little cute thing. Oh, I signed on the dotted line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to sign on the dotted line. It wasn't this cute thing. Uh, you signed up for real. Uh, and you said, God, listen, you was in the bed chambers. You was in all this excitement that he was talking about. You was in the honeymoon chambers with him. Uh, I said that thing to him. I said, God, I'm in the bed chambers. And I, whew, my God, could you imagine Moses going up to the mountain and spending this time with God? The scripture says he came down and his face glowed as such that they couldn't even look when they looked at him he was ashamed he had to cover up his face he was in such a, a, a glory realm with God that he, when he came down off the mountain his face shone but at the same time he came down and guess what he saw the golden calf and he said he started to tell them what God was telling him on the mountain, in the bedchamber, on the honeymoon, when it was so real and it was so wonderful. And all you saw was uh, 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 milk and honey. All you saw was butterflies. Everything was peaches and cream. And when I came down, my face was shining. You looked at me and you said, that one's been with God. But the moment I opened my mouth, you scattered. The moment I opened my mouth and said, well, this will God sit on the mountain. And I could imagine Moses going back, God, my God, it was so wonderful and so real. And this is training of the leader because you're going to have to go through this, baby. You're going to have to go through this. Those who caught to lead us, uh, you're going to have that time up on the mountain. It's wonderful. You're having a wonderful high time with God. And now you're going to have to come down. And now you're going to have to deal with the stiff neck people. And it's okay. It is what it is. But I could just imagine he went back and said, God, it was so wonderful. But now I bring it down and it's like, did it even happen? Did we even have this time on the mountain? Was, was it even, what was this? It's called training. Those of you who are called to move on, it's called training. Because you're going to have that high time, but now you're going to have to learn. Not everybody going to look at you and say, Hallelujah. You're going to have to learn. <laughs> Not everybody going to have that excitement you had when you were on that mountain. And now here you shoulder this thing with your God. And he said, if I can find anybody to intercede. You know how many times Moses intercede for the people? Even Abraham. Abraham intercedes. If you can find 50. If you can find 40, if you can find 20, if you can find 30, if you can find 10, Lord, would you destroy? But you know what I love about God? God placed that kind of heart in Abraham to begin with. He is actually searching for that kind of heart to intercede for his people and to shoulder this thing with him. Amen. And God may be calling you up the mountain. God may be calling you for a time. You're, you're called to be a leader. Everything ain't hunky-dory. Not everybody going to love what's coming out your mouth. But listen, love don't mean I got to pet you up every five minutes. Uh, there's something called tough love that we need to go through. If you want this 30-year thing to be three years, if you want this three-year thing to be 30 days, if you want this 30-day thing to be three days, y'all ain't saying nothing. You're going to have to die already and move on with God. Amen. But don't fall for the golden calf. Get up in your word and hear God for yourself. Listen, we love and bless you. K-Star from the flow.
We riding high, y'all. And only thing I can say is come on and ride high with us. We are eating from the honey of the honeycomb and from the oil of the flinty crack. We ain't got time for the lower lands of doubt and unbelief. How many y'all, oh God, slap me high five like Elizabeth and Mary. The babies have to leap in the belly. You're tired of lower land. You're tired of the peers around you. You're saying, God, ain't there nothing higher than this. They sitting up here talking about each other and this and that and then and then and that. And all you hear is wah, 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 wah. Remember Charlie Brown? The parents always have a blah, blah, blah. And that's all you hearing in your ears. Unless this thing is clear in your spirit, turn it off. I love and I bless you. Okay, start from the flow. Remember, it's when we are willing to step out, possibly fall, possibly fail, but still getting up, still dusting off, still letting go, and still moving on that we truly find our rites of passage through these doors of success. This has been another recording right here at the Fortress of Solitude, where the superhero meets the supernatural. Again, this is K-Star from The Flow. Check back weekly for another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. Have a blessed and prosperous week.